on the spot. Dot on the spot. desire to see it but honestly it worked out uh, very well it was actually originally called god party five stars i'm gonna say one star i will never see it again um and i feel bad for those who spent their money to go see it in the first place things they don't understand. From now on, the only person you can show yourself around is me. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Now I'm good, thanks. There's a war raging on our planet. If this criminal isn't found, that war may find its way. Is there anyone that can help you? Do you have a family? Oh, who would be? They're calling an army. I've seen firsthand these things really are. Bumblebee, there is only one way to end this war. You must protect Earth and its people. Take it down! My back, me! How we stop them. You've got me. And I'm not going anywhere. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Thought on the Spot Movie Reviews. I'll be your host, Tommy, and today we're going to be reviewing the film, if you didn't already guess, Bumblebee. Bumblebee came out on December 21st, 2018. It's an action-adventure sci-fi and is rated PG-13. The runtime is an hour and 54 minutes. The film stars Hallie Steinfeld uh, as Charlie. Uh, You'd recognize Hallie from things such movies as True Grit, where she played Maddie Ross, as well as Pitch Perfect 2, where she plays Emily. We also have Orhe Lendenborg Jr., who plays Memo. Uh, You'd recognize Orhe from such films as Spider-Man Homecoming, where he played Jason, as well as the film Love, Simon, where he plays Nick. 
Next is John Cena playing Agent Burns. You'd recognize John from all of his WWE stuff, for obviously. Uh, but he's also recently played in the film Blockers, uh, where he plays Mitchell, and in Daddy's Home 2, where he played Roger. We have Pamela Adlon coming in as Sally. Uh, you'd recognize Pamela from such things as the, the show Better Things, where she plays Sam Fox, as well as the TV series Louie, where she played Pamela. And then finally, we have Steven Schneider, who plays Ron. Uh, you'd recognize Steven from Imaginary Mary, uh, where he played Ben, as well as You're the Worst, where he played uh, Ty Weiland. So the plot of the film is, is really, it, the movie takes place before any of the other films in the franchise. So it's a prequel, obviously, to those films. Uh, it opens up with a fight on Cybertron, and we see what would seem almost like, uh, I'll compare it to a Superman story. Um, where we see that Krypton is about to explode, and and they send their only son, Kal-El, to Earth, right? Um, well, kind of... It's it's not exactly like that, but we do see Optimus Prime basically telling Bumblebee to come to Earth to to basically to be able to save them. They need to find a new home, um, uh, and he sends Bumblebee. And, and there's other things there, but I don't want to spoil them. Now Bumblebee, of course, gets to Earth, and that's what we've seen from the trailer. Uh, finds a friend, and meanwhile, some of those Decepticons uh, were able to actually find out where Bumblebee ended up and are basically trying to track him down because they don't want him to be able to lead the Autobots to Earth uh, and at the same time obviously having the Decepticons uh, come come to Earth as well. So now meanwhile all this is happening uh, Charlie who is our main character is basically kind of having to deal with the fact of um, her, her father who has recently passed away. I don't know how recent I don't know if they, they say um, and, and also how she wants to fit in with the new world, uh, that she's trying to get through now that her mom has a boyfriend and, and it seems like mom's moved on. And of course, obviously being a teenager and dealing with that. So that's, yeah. So we've got Charlie's story as well. Um, my review of the film is it, it's a good film. I would say in the franchise of the Transformers, it's my second favorite. The first being, obviously, the first one that ever came out, and mainly because that was the first time we actually got to see live-action Transformers. We got to hear them transform for the first time in live-action film, and, and I still remember the day that that happened, like, the entire theater cheered, and that was just, that was, that was awesome. Um, the, so the film takes place in 1987, so they made sure that the, the soundtrack is full of some nostalgic goodness here. Uh, we have tracks like Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds, Higher Love by Steve Winwood, and Take On Me by, I, uh, by AHA. Just to name a few, right? The, the soundtrack's great. I feel like that they, they pulled, um kind of a trick out of Guardians of the Galaxy's basket and said, you know, hey, let's have a really good soundtrack that people can be nostalgic about, right? So, um, the best part of the film, in my opinion, is about the first 15-20 minutes. Um, and the reason why, like I said, it opens up with that battle on Cybertron, we get tons of the classic Transformers in this scene alone. We get to finally see an old school sound wave um, with the voice and the cassette that comes out. Um, and of course, it's Ravage in the film. So, uh, unfortunately, guys, I hate to say it, you will only get sound wave here, and that is it for the rest of the film. 
We also get our vintage Optimus Prime, voiced by Peter Cullen, as always. And when I say vintage, I mean the kind, the, the, the same look that you remember seeing in the Transformers cartoons, right, from, from, from back in the day. So anytime I say vintage, that's what I'm seeing. Um, I guess the technical term is G1 Transformers, meaning Generation 1. Anyway, um, Bumblebee has a voice for a while. Um, it is voiced by Dylan O'Brien, the same person that voiced him in Transformers The Last Night, for those who are wondering. Um, we also get RC, the female Autobot, and we, of course, we get Starscream, but we get him looking in a G1 or vintage look as well. Uh, the other thing that they did really well in the film um, were the fight scenes. Uh, there's there's a lot of mid-air transformations that are just spot on, and I really liked that, um, as well as how they in, they were innovative with it as well. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say. Uh, here's another thing. So I mentioned the beginning of the film is uh, like, like kind of like Superman, right? Well, after that whole fight scene and everything else, you know, the first 20 minutes or whatnot... The rest is what I would call almost an Iron Giant approach. Um, I wouldn't say it's as good as Iron Giant, but there are definitely some nods for sure there. Um, I also think that they spend a little too much time on the relationship between Bumblebee and Charlie, the the girl. Um, I I get what they're trying to accomplish here, but there are times where you're ready for the movie to kind of move forward, but the director's like really trying to make you care about the main character as well. And not so much about the CGI one, right? That we all came to see. So, um, I also thought the relationship between Charlie and Memo is is it's corny. I, I don't think it needed to to be in the film or or really exist. Um, and neither do the moments with her brother. Uh, it almost feels like they're forced in the story, um, but only when it's necessary, like to fill plots or to set an agenda. So, anyway. Um, Closing up, my rating of the film is four out of five stars. Like I said, I thought it was good. It sits up there. I'm probably going to watch it again. I also see that this is going to be a film where um, parents are going to be all right with their kids watching it and kids are going to grow up and talk about how they enjoyed this movie. So I almost feel like it could have probably done better in the summer um, as a summer film, but that's just me. Uh, Stingers during or after the credits during the credits there is one so you basically get to see I'll just tell you there's going to be you're going to see the director and then boom it goes it goes right into um, what what we call the mid credit scene Um, I will say it makes a connection to the franchise the franchise and that's all I'll say Um, there's none after so this concludes my review of the film Bumblebee As always, guys, I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen. If you are a first-time listener, you can follow us and subscribe through Facebook. That's www.facebook.com forward slash thought on the spot movie reviews. Uh, You can also find us on Anchor. That is anchor.fm forward slash forward slash thought on the spot. Um, Also, if you just search for thought on the spot in there, you'll find us. But thanks to Anchor, you can also search for us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, the list goes on. And yes, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, we're on there too. So guys, this is another review in the can. So until next time, grab some popcorn and your favorite drink and go out and see a great film with your family, your friends, or maybe you just want to spend some time to yourself. But most importantly, have a good night.